This is the Theme Park Loopy Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Blackpool Pleasure Beach. It is 18th of November 2023. It's the last weekend to experience the big one, formerly the Pepsi Max big one, before it goes into its winter retrack. So we decided to come today instead of the last weekend. I'm joined today by Charlie and also with Dan and also Steph as well. Also Dan's brought some tiny people with him. Uh, Dan, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing really well. The weather's holding up, so you can't really, you know, considering the time of year, I think we're doing quite well. Yeah, we're not doing too bad. We've had a, a good ride on Icon. We've had a ride on the big one, which was a little bit rickety. It was it was dead rickety. I forget how rickety that ride is. It's nothing but rickets. It's all rickets, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Charlie, how are you doing? I'm doing well. It's definitely drier than the last time I was here. I think I was. Uh, it was monsoon last time I was here, you know for about three days yeah yeah well we had we uh, we've, we were in Florida about a month ago and we had a, a bit of a, a monsoon over there so that wasn't that fun on a few days but weirdly though with it being the middle of November it's a little bit wet but not too wet it's cold but not too cold it's also windy but not too windy so what do you think of the chances of us getting a couple more re-rides on the big one or do you think the wind alarm might go off at some point I think we're okay at minute. It doesn't seem to be getting up any worse, the wind particularly. We've just got a bit of a, a light breeze. I mean, for, for Blackpool, this is a very light breeze. Yeah, it's not too bad. And Steph, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I'm glad it's not raining, it's not cold, and we've had a ride on Icon, so I'm good. And how are the tiny people bearing up? Oh, they've just been on the carousels. They've had a whale of a time. Martin is very keen to go on Valhalla, but we might see how he does there, because he might get a bit drenched. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I've also, I'm wearing my walking boots today so that I don't get wet. I've got some quick-drying pants on, and I've also got a poncho as well. So I think for Valhalla, I'm well prepared. I'm looking at everyone else's shoes, and I'm thinking, you're going to have wet feet for the rest of the day. Great, right. coming in jeans. A terrible life choice. Yeah, coming in jeans and going on Valhalla is probably the worst idea uh, that you could possibly Maybe do. you should have reminded me ahead of time, as opposed to telling me right now where, where I look silly. Yeah, you might look silly. Okay, well, we're going to let uh, Dan and Charlie go on Icon and, uh, yeah, go and have a good ride and uh, we'll see you in a bit. Yeah, cool. Catch you in a boat. All right, so while we're waiting for uh, Charlie and Dan to go and have their ride on Icon, uh, me and Steph and Charlie went on earlier, so Charlie's getting another go as well. Um, joined here by Steph. They've just come back from Florida. How was it in Florida? Oh, we had a great time. It was, wasn't was too hot. It was just, like, really nice. It, I think it rained about once while we were there. Um, it was Marie, our, our little it's first holiday, and it was our first family's holidays, a family of four, so we had a really great time. Yeah, well, uh, you were lucky then, because while we were there, it was about 32 degrees every day, but I was looking while you were there, and it was looking at about 25 degrees, 24 degrees some days. Yeah, it was about, yeah, about 26, 27 at the hottest. We had one day, which was actually really, it was about 22 degrees. It was quite mild. Um, it was quite funny. We were in Epcot, and all the shops were rolling out, um, all their hoodies and winter blankets and 
all the native Floridians were walking around in big woolly jumpers and we were like quite comfy and like oh, it's just quite a nice day quite mild um, but yeah it was um, really nice weather um, it didn't rain much we didn't didn't get any hurricanes kids had a whale of a time um, you always feel like you know you could have done more but there's so much to do you just I think you just have to accept that you can't do all of it but we had a, we had a really great time yeah, and uh, so while we were in Florida, we decided to stay at Universal, but you decided to stay at Disney, and you stayed at Coronado Springs. How would you rate Coronado Springs? Is that for, for a family? Is that somewhere that you would recommend for people to stay? So we've, it's our second time we stayed at Coronado Springs. The first time we stayed, we only had um, one kid with us. This time we had two. Um, I would say really for us as the four with two young kids we probably struggled a bit uh, the resort is lovely we absolutely love the resort really nice places to eat um, the pool is probably one of the best pools on property with the, uh, the the temple that's there but I think for us as two adults two kids there just wasn't enough space in the rooms this time we could have done with a bit more storage uh, the kids nearly half killed each other sleeping in the same bed so I think next time we'd probably be looking at somewhere where we could maybe have like a family suite or something we're going to have a look around see what we can see um, but overall we do love the resort I just don't think it's right for us anymore yeah yeah and I'd, I'd definitely recommend Cabana Bay but I think uh, Sapphire Falls or Portofino at Universal would be a good option as well. Now, um, when you went over to Florida, who, see, while Dan's not here, what I want to know is, who's the biggest wimp when it comes to roller coasters? Is it you or is it Dan? Oh, it's Dan. Dan, Dan completely wimped out of the new Serengeti flyer over at Bush Gardens. He's, he, when it comes to heights, he does have a limit. So um, he, he wouldn't have gone on. Fortunately, Falcon's Fury wasn't working that day. I would have gone on it because um, I went on it last time and Daniel wimped out. But definitely, uh, Daniel, it, when it gets when they're getting a bit high, Daniel wimps out. But I, I thought Serengeti fly was awesome. Now, um, so when you went to Bush Gardens, one ride that I, di- I didn't get to get to go down to Bush Gardens, so I didn't get to go on Iron Guazi. So, how would you rate Iron Guazi? Is it the the best roller coaster in Orlando? Would that be Velocicoaster or something else? I am um, well. Having been on both, um, I would probably say I would go with Iron Guazi. If it was between Velocicoaster and Iron Guazi, I would go with Iron Guazi. I went on the original Guazi years ago when I very very first went to Florida, even before I think I was about seventeen. And I remember when I went on the original one, I I generally thought I was going to die. It was so rickety; you just felt like it was going to fall apart. This time we went to Bush Gardens. We went during the week. It was a complete walk-on on Iron Guazi. So Dan and I went on it straight away. Um, and it was amazing I was blown away by how smooth it was um, just the whole ride was incredible I was like waiting for the ricketiness to start and it just didn't it was so smooth it, if anyone's been on Icon here at Blackpool that's a really smooth coaster it's even more smooth than that like I was completely blown away really recommend it to anyone who's going and Bush Gardens um, I think it's a bit underrated got some really great coasters I'd definitely give it a trip and if you can try it during the week because it tends to be quieter then Perfect. And in terms of the rides here at Blackpool Pleasure Beach, which ones would you say are in your top three? Uh, my top three would definitely be Icon. Um, the big one, just for nostalgia, although I do agree it is very rickety. Um, and I actually have a soft spot for Steeplechase because I think it's, it's unique. It's the only one in the world. Um, so I have a soft spot for that as well. Perfect. Thanks, Steph. Well, let's watch uh, Charlie and uh, Dan go around an icon and maybe we'll see Dan with his eyes closed wimping out although I think he's not too bad 
on this one, hopefully. But um, it's sad that he did uh, wimp out on Serengeti Flyer, though. I did wonder why I only got a video of you on Serengeti Flyer and not him. So yeah, he, he wimped out. They wimped out. Yeah, absolutely. He, he he was filming me from the side with the kids, but I would definitely give it a go. It was just it was phenomenal. It's it's a big swing. That's all it is. It was great. Just a big swing. All right. Well, thanks, Steph. You've returned from your ride from Icon. Steph's been telling me all sorts of stuff about you chickening out, going on uh, certain rides over in Orlando. One one ride, but to be fair, like the queue was actually quite bad. It was the only the only ride there that there was a queue for. So if I had done it, it would have been stuck there for another 45 minutes with two kids who wanted to do stuff. But no, I didn't want to do it because it, it looked terrifying, which is fine. That's fine. And how was uh, Icon? I think um, Icon started to get a little bit uh, rattly, I think. Uh, I don't know if it's yeah. time of year. It's not as smooth as it used to be, but it, yeah, it could be because of the track expansion. I don't know. Uh, it's still really good, though. still really enjoyed it. Good. And Charlie, have you enjoyed your ride on Icon? A second ride on Icon today? Second ride on Icon. I got nearer the front this time, so I've got a bit more airtime on the top part. That is the one good thing about the front. Obviously, the airtime's a bit stronger because you're, you're getting pulled down more. Did you not get a little bit of hill time on there? Nah, nah, only, only the big one has hill time. It's the only roller coaster in the world that, that has hill time that, that I can think of. According to Sam, has hill time. What do you think about the, um, I think they've got new restraints on Icon, now they've got the uh, seatbelt on there, but I don't know what it is, I don't, but I always find the seatbelt to be quite tight and I'm not sure if it's, I think, I think the restraint feels less comfortable than it used to be. Uh, I think they put the seatbelts in last year. Um... I'm just trying to think if Bluefire had, had seatbelts. That one has a heart rate monitor. Oh, why? Why do you need a heart rate monitor? I, I don't know, but on the handles, when you're holding the handles, uh, just like, you know what I mean, in the middle there, there's a little display and it tells you your heart rate when you hold onto the, the handles. Oh, that's good. All right, well, we're going to move on because I think the tiny people want to go on some Nickelodeon rides, so uh, we'll see in a minute. Nickelodeon. Charlie, there's been a bit of talk about Nickelodeon land maybe becoming Beaver Creek again I think that was the rumour a couple of years ago it's still not happened yet do we think that Beaver Creek is coming back to Pleasure Beach? I don't know specifically Beaver Creek but um, I mean Pleasure Beach for a long time here they have been trying to get rid of all the sponsorship stuff haven't they? I mean Pepsi's gone from that the Iron Brew went from the Revolution ages ago so, I mean, getting rid of Nickelodeon's probably high up on the list, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Nickelodeon Land, it, it pulls in quite a lot of people. It's, it's quite a big brand still. Um, they're still on the advertisement. They still say uh, the UK is only a Nickelodeon-themed land. Also, interestingly, in America in particular, there's been some quite notable and quite successful Nickelodeon-themed Lands, although I would say that those tend to have more modern sort of thrill rides as compared to obviously Nickelodeon Land here at Pleasure Beach, which while it's got the wooden coaster, obviously we've got the Nickelodeon Streak, maybe not enough room to have like a, a steel coaster or something like that. So it's kind of weighing up whether, you know, is it the, the investment worth continuing with or something new? Would Beaver Creek be as uh, you know an IP enough to bring people in as Nickelodeon do we think for themed kids areas in the UK um, 
I think probably a big competition there is Polton Park with Peppa Pig World. That's that's one of the nicer sort of themed kids areas. Um, I mean, obviously, Alton Towers has some, some of the kids' area stuff, but theirs is a little bit not not very cohesive, should we say? Because they have, like, the two kids' areas, don't they? And, like, they don't really have a lot to do with each other or the areas that they're in. Like, I mean, the, the part that's... What did that bit used to be called? That's a bit behind the towers. No, I can't remember. But it's like they pretty much took that bit and painted it, and that that's sort of what that area is. But it doesn't really fit with... It's not, like, really its own themed area, is it? Whereas, like, Peppa Pig World, that's, like, a proper cohesively themed area. This this is, but a lot of that's facial work, isn't it? It's... In terms of steel coasters, I mean, they used to have one in this area, so the only thing you could really do is try and put an indoor one in again. Yeah, no, that's quite interesting because uh, Andy Heiger, who's the, um, I think he's the operations manager here, and he's quite well known for going to lots of different theme parks. He's a theme park and roller coaster enthusiast in his own right. He's uh, just been over at IAPA over in Orlando, and uh, he was riding the Tron Tron. Uh, what do we call it? Light Tron cycle. Light Cycle Run, that's it. And uh, I did tweet him and say, right, well, you know what to do with the Space Invader building now. Um, I don't think there's quite enough room in there anymore because I think they've actually converted part of it into a, a room or something like that. However, it would be really good if they could at least use part of the building or, or some of it for maybe a, a steel family roller coaster. If that was going to happen, what type of roller coaster do you think would uh, suit the area? Well, Intamin are doing the new indoor ones, aren't they? Like the 4D ones. Like um, the one that they did, uh, uh, it's Port Ventura, isn't it? The um, Uncharted, Uncharted, that's it, with Drake. Relative of Sir Francis Drake, and sometimes he fights zombies. Yeah, yeah and, and, and also Alton Towers. Like I think I've speculated, uh, so Project Horizon, which is going to be a new roller coaster, an indoor roller coaster at Alton Towers. Now, uh, I've speculated that that's going to be a kind of uh, sequel to the Black Hole, potentially. Um, that sounds like it's going to be a... Um, Maybe a dynamic coaster. Maybe black I'm not. Black hole back off the of Breen Leisure Park. <laughs> yeah, they could buy. They could buy the black hole from the uh, Breen Leisure Park. Yeah, but um, you know, so could we maybe see something? Uh, that's the that's the only thing. You know, if Alton Towers bring out Project Horizon and it's not really much of a success, is it worth? Is it worth Blackpool Pleasure Beach then uh, following suit? Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I've, I think there's been talk about maybe a Mac Big Dipper or something like that, maybe. Uh, I don't know where we'd fit that in. Maybe down where the old Bolodrome is. I think this speculation has been that we might be getting a new coaster down at the Bolodrome area. I don't know if you've got any thoughts on uh, what we could maybe see down there. Well, space is probably... They have the arcades down at the front, but they don't have a lot in them nowadays. You know what I mean? You could probably con- condense, what, three buildings down there into one. But that, that's the only place you're going to get space, isn't it, I think? Yeah, I think so. I think that's probably the only place that you're going to get space in Pleasure Beach. So, But yeah, I mean, we've seen markers down there. Uh, I've heard that there's talk of... 
unless you do a Grand National, mate. What, do an RMC on the Grand National, maybe? Just, no, 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 just... just you, you just go with Grand National's way of thinking, where it's stations here, and then roller coasters out around back at park. <laughs> yeah. you have a long leaf deal, just takes you up, up over there, out of way, you know. Yeah, and one thing that, that I speculated about in the past is it's definitely not going to happen. But I always thought that what we could have is something like Stealth or Formula Rossa, which we could have a launch station just where Wallace and Gromit yeah, used to be. Where the... Wallace and Gromit is. That's the only straight bit. That's where it lines up. That's yeah. the bit where it would go over the top of the big one, where it dips down. Yeah, so I was thinking where the monorail station is, we could have a launch track there. It could then go out over Ocean Boulevard, maybe, and then we'd have a top hat. And and there has been speculation in the past that there's some footers already down there, which is not true. It's actually drains, apparently, but people constantly keep talking about there being holes for footers in it, the ground. It's funny, it does happen to look just like, um, you know, three supports for a, an Intamin accelerator coaster. And it just happens to line up with the, the one straight bit in the park where you could put a launch. It's funny how that works out. Yeah, it does. I, exactly. And if, if you looked at it, it, it does actually work out perfectly. I once, as, as sad as I am, I once pulled up Google Maps and I actually drew a line and it actually does perfectly yeah. match up with it. So um, it does perfectly match up with it. Well... It'd have to be there because the car park runs underneath that bit. So that you'd have room to actually put the launch underneath it and all the mechanics for it, but they'd probably lose the internal space from the car park if they did that. Yeah, and I don't know where actually people would queue either. They'd probably have to queue underneath where the monorail station was. Maybe they'd have to move some of the Pleasure Beach Express track, maybe. They'd maybe have to retrack it. I don't know, but um, there's How some options. How that go up? Could they make the queue underneath because if they're taking from the from the uh, sub road that goes underneath then you could probably take the queue through stairs you know what I mean you go through the bottom and upstairs into the station that way probably yeah and I don't know if I've imagined this but I'm sure there was some talk about them actually closing that underpass where Watson Road is and if they did that obviously that would be a lot of space that you could use as an internal yeah. Uh, queue area yeah well if they're doing well they always say they're not doing that but if they were doing that or have plans to do that at some point that'd be where it would go yeah definitely but no I enjoy speculating obviously um, it's been a tough time for um, parks in the UK um, I'd imagine Pleasure Beach as well are looking at the pennies as well but um, it's good that there's all these speculations and, and potential plans and uh, yeah we're looking forward to a good future of the Pleasure Beach so Let's uh, let's go and try and find Dan because he'll be with the uh, kids enjoying. I'm thinking we should have a little ride on the uh, Avatar Airbender. On the Airbender. Yeah. Have a ride on Ang. 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 That's what? the last Airbender. It's called Ang. All oh, right. Okay. I've never actually watched it because I heard it was a terrible film. Uh, and oh I've... no, no, the film's bad. But it's a series. You're supposed to watch a series. Right. Okay. I'll I'll have to have a look at that. But the ride's pretty good. The ride's pretty good. Right. Let's go. Then. Hello everyone. This is Alice speaking. Come along into my wonderland and meet all my friends. You'll see the white rabbit with very big eyes. The Cheshire cat. Talking flowers. Humpty Dumpty. 
the Mad Hatter's tea party at Zop's Morgan We shall all wind down the rabbit hole together to visit my fabulous world of Alice in Wonderland. So step this way, meet my friends, and see our wonderful chef. No visit to Pleasure Beach is complete without a ride on the Pleasure Beach Express. A bit of uh, interaction with the rides. Yeah, no, absolutely. I genuinely like this train and recommend it to anyone who's coming here. Brilliant way to see the rides. Just going under Icon now. Yeah, it always makes me wonder if in, in the States whether... I don't know if they have any uh, trains like this because I can't think of any in the UK where you can go on a train and it interacts so closely to roller coasters. But this icon here, it's not even got a, a net underneath or anything like that, so um, it's yeah. always a bit of an experience. In, obviously, in America, they, they love their trains going around the parks, but I don't think I've, yeah. I've been to a park in America that goes through the parks. Um, and I think that's probably, I'm not sure, and the train here is obviously old, it's obviously built with this train in mind, so it's not an afterthought, so I'm, obviously they've just wanted you to, to see the experiences from a different angle, which I think is a really good, uh, good thing to have done. Uh, but yeah, you don't get this in America, not, not as far as I can tell. What's your opinion on Infusion? Because it's uh, got a bit of a reputation of being a bit of a bit of a headbanger uh, these days. Do you find it fun, or is it something that maybe uh, maybe needs better restraints or some way to make it less of a headbanger? So I've I've only been on it once, and I think that was because it, it wasn't the smoothest ride, and I didn't enjoy it all that much. Um, but yeah, I think it's just unfortunately the ride type doesn't age very well I think this is my experience of, of these inverted type coasters and unfortunately this is just an older one I don't think there's much in terms of maintenance they could do to, to make it loads better I think it's probably just nearing the end of its life I'm going to try it again today if we've got time so it's not a terrible ride it's just not the best Have you ridden uh, Kumali at um, Flamingoland have you been on that yeah. one? Yeah and that's, that's not as I think this is probably in worse shape than, than the Flamingoland equivalent um, I think the Flamingo Land one isn't as big either from, from memory. What do you think? So, the one at Flamingo Land is a custom design. Uh, so, this is a standard Shenley. design Shenley model. 
Yeah, Charlie cracks his Of that. course, Charlie knows. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the one at England is a custom design, whereas this is a, a standard model, which you'll find. I think of the standard models, this is actually one of the smoother ones. It's what's it, Charlie? 486 metres, I believe. 486 metres, you heard it here first. So, um, yeah, I mean, how would you compare it to Kamali from England? Do you think that's a, a better experience in comparison? Yeah, I, I genuinely enjoy sorry, it's Kamali. I've only been on that one a couple of times, and it wasn't, wasn't uh, it was quite a few years back. But, yeah, I remember really enjoying that ride. So I would, I would probably say that that is the better of the two. Uh, but I went on um, in Gardaland in Italy. I went on uh, an inverted ride. I think it was called the Tornado. And it was such a painful headbanger. Uh, but it, I think it put me off the genre a little bit, so I haven't been on that many since that point in time. Uh, but yeah, some of them are really badly maintained, and fortunately I don't think I've, I've been on one quite as bad as that. Um, a, a, it's just that one time in Gardaland. But yeah, this one is probably the second roughest one I've, I've been on. <laughs> we had a, a hotel room in the Big Blue just round here the first time we came. And like for, for little kids, it was amazing. Like Marty was staring out the window, watching the train pass every single morning. Like amazing rooms for kids. Um, I really recommend them, especially if you can get a ground floor one. Because if you've got a pram, you've got little kids. Obviously, it's convenient. Plus, you're what, three meters away from the train passing you every every 15, 20 minutes or so. Yeah, we we stay at the Big Blue quite often, and and you see these rooms here with the bigger windows. Those are the deluxe rooms. And so what you can do is there's a couple of chairs that you can get. And you can literally just kick back in a chair with a cup of tea and just watch the rides go yeah. past. Yeah, so so you guys have decided to stay at the uh, Boulevard this time. I've not been at the Boulevard, is it? How would you compare it to the Big Blue if someone's trying to decide whether to stay at the Big Blue or to stay at the Boulevard? I, in, in fairness, the only reason we're not at the Big Blue is because they were full and we did this really last minute. Um, but I think I think they're both really good hotels. Boulevard is, is a little bit newer, a little bit, a little bit uh, shinier, and a little bit more expensive. Uh, but I think if you book... The, the bed and breakfast for the boulevard. It still represents pretty decent value, uh, although Big Blue is probably preferred because it is still better value for, for most families, I would guess. Yeah, and also one of the things at the boulevard is that you do get a, or you can get a room with a really, really good view of the big one flying past. Although, to be honest, here at the at the Big Blue uh, as well, you can get some good views, bit of interaction between the Big Dipper, the train, and the big one, so we enjoy staying there, but we will stay at the Boulevard at, at some point, uh, but we've not just had a chance just yet, unfortunately. So the, the car park where we've, we've parked up our car for the Boulevard is literally just below the, the main drop for the big one. It's, it's directly below it. It's amazing just being able to park like next to such an iconic ride in, in the north of England. So it, just for that alone, if you're into theme parks, the Boulevard is amazing, but... As Ryan said, Big Blue is also great for views, so e either one really. Or if you're into car parks, then could it be the most scenic car park in all of England maybe? It could possibly be that, and they do have electric charging points for anyone who has an electric car and wants to use that, so Boulevard good for that use as well.
Okay, so we've just had a ride on uh, Valhalla and uh, I didn't get too wet. I wasn't too bad. Charlie seemed to have got reasonably wet. Dan got a lot of the wetness. Um, so you've not been on Valhalla for quite a while, I think, Dan. I think last time it would have been in one of the previous incarnations. What were your first impressions of the new and improved Valhalla? Yeah, it was wet, wasn't it? One word, sum it up. Wet, really wet. But yeah, it was good. Um, I thought the theming was good, but but just very dark. Maybe overly dark. Like, it's basically pitch black, separated by a few bits of quite nice theming. Um, yeah, I, I, it's a good ride. I probably wouldn't do it again, just because of, of how wet it, it gets you, even if you're wearing, you know, waterproofs. I, I was wearing two layers of waterproofs, and I came off it needing to needing to go into the pay-for dryer box thing. I'm not sure what they're called. Uh, but yeah, overall, good. Um, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, I was liking that quote that you got there. Valhalla, it's wet, isn't it? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that's definitely a way to describe Valhalla. It's uh, it's up there with them wet water rides, which is, what, what's the one at Universal? Is that Blue Toes? Blue Toes, yeah. yeah uh, did... And River Quest. River Quest's very wet at Fantasia Land. Uh, I mean, you look at that and you go, how is that allowed? But... Yeah, I mean, I think I think Blue Toes, I mean, Blue Toes at Universal takes the biscuit, literally just pours water on you. And it's a really long ride. It lasts. It feels like it lasts like ten minutes. And then there's all the people with the water cannons that are shooting you from the sides. Yeah, which makes it even more interesting. So, but I mean, so you've been on it um, a few times this year. Um, in terms of the effects that were working, were all of them working as far as I could tell? Uh, a lot more of them are working now. Uh, the first time I went on it at, at the beginning of the season, when it was the, the technical rehearsal. So we technically experienced a rehearsal of Valhalla with all the lights on. So uh, that was very yeah. interesting. That was it was very interesting to go through and see all of the bits that you can't normally see. Yeah, that's a, an extra treat, isn't it? Um, and uh, Dan, you took one of your tiny people on uh, Valhalla. How did it go down with one of your tiny people? Yeah, I think he enjoyed it. I think um, it, it's not too bad. It's it's fairly family friendly because although there are some drops, they're not they're not crazy, um, and they're, they're steep but not very long. All in all, I think he enjoyed it. I think he, he's just like me. He just got off it dripping wet and was complaining about how he was a bit cold because it's you know it's always cold here in in Blackpool. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, so talking about the cold, it's getting greyer. It's getting colder. I think we're going to start to wrap up the podcast now. So any final thoughts from your uh, trip to Blackpool today, Dan? I've really enjoyed it. It's, it's nice to come when it's a little bit off-season, because although it's a bit colder and wetter, um, it's been all right today, and the, the crowd level is really low. So getting on rides is like some of them were walk-on, like Valhalla was walk-on, wasn't it? So so that's brilliant. Uh, it's Yeah, I'd, I'd probably recommend coming before it closes, maybe give it a month before it closes rather than a week but yeah all in all fantastic definitely preferable to my last trip when it was fireworks night and I was here for three days and it rained for three days and uh, yeah that's I were in a little hotel up there you know what I mean just like a little bedsit kind of one and uh, yeah that doesn't leave you a lot of space to be getting anything dry so I were, I were consistently wet for all three days okay brilliant hopefully you've enjoyed uh, listening along Thanks very much for uh, Dan and Charlie and uh, Steph as well. Steph's over uh, pumping some coins into one of those scam crane machines. But I think the children 
<laughs> Children love it. Can't beat a claw machine that you never win anything on. <laughs> no, we had a little go on the ticket machine in there, didn't we? Yeah, we, we won some tickets. But uh, we can have a go on Angry Birds. Yeah, we might be able to get a packet of sweets. Yep. All those tickets. I think I think the best thing I ever the best thing I ever got from one of them ticket ones was in America once, and I got a picture of Sting, not the singer, the wrestler. <laughs> that does sound good. Okay, all right. Well, thanks for joining us. Hopefully, you've enjoyed it, and we'll see you again real soon. <laughs>